everybody. So I'm really excited. We are here to talk about Thor, Thor Ragnarok. And this is very exciting. And uh, my friend Trevor is here uh, to talk about hi. it. Uh, and I want to say hi. Hi, how you going, everyone? Yeah, so he's from all the way from Australia. Uh, and uh, he has a Twitter, How to Love Comics. You definitely want to check out. And, uh, and uh, you know, we've been able to do all of the comic book movies since Doctor Strange together to talk about them, except for Logan, I guess. Yeah, that's the only one we didn't do, yeah. Yeah. So this is pretty exciting. So I want to talk a little bit about Thor through the years as far as a character. Obviously, he originated in Norse lore. Uh, and yeah. um, But how has he been used over the years as a Marvel character? And, and who decided to take this this character and make them a comic book character? Sure. Uh, so Thor, I think, originated in, in comics at least in 1962, 63, around that sort of early 60s. So similar time when Spider-Man and Iron Man and all those characters were popping up. So he's sort of part of that big original batch. Um, and he started in a comic called uh, Journey into Mystery, which at the time was doing very much sort of um, horror slash so fantasy kind of uh, short stories kind of thing. And they decided just to do a, a 13 page, Stan, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby decided to do a 13 page story based on a new hero in Thor based off myth uh, Norse mythology. So the story goes, it's uh, Donald Blake, who's a, a doctor with a walking stick, um, is visiting Norway and he hears rumors that there might be an alien invasion happening. Um, so he goes up to the hills to check it out and comes across this walking, uh, another, like an old, a really old walking stick. Uh, he picks it up and he becomes Thor, um, the God of thunder. Mm. Um, uh, in a couple pages of uh, him just playing around with, uh, the, his hammer and, and, um, so for learning all, it's a good exposition dump of uh, the ways that like about Thor and uh, how he can do it with his powers. And in the end, he ends up saving Earth by beating the uh, beating the aliens. And it's all done in about thirteen pages, so it's very economical in terms of storytelling mm. as well. So he's not Odin's son in the original. So yes, so what they happen to do afterwards is that similar in the first movie. Thor was sent to Earth um, to learn sort of um, humility, humility. Mm -hmm. um, but he could only he could only appear on Earth when he tapped the uh, tapped the walking stick and he became Thor. Eventually, they did um, remove the Donald Blake aspect, and it was just Thor twenty four seven, you know, and then come and go from Asgard as he pleased. Um, but that was sort of after about twenty years, and then from from then onwards, it's always been pretty much. Uh, Thor didn't have to worry about Donald Blake as the secret identity kind of the Clark Kent mm. you could always say of Thor. Interesting, I didn't know that, huh? And when did Loki come into play? As far as his, was he always his rival? Was he always uh, how? Yeah, so it was very early on. Actually, it was sort of like two issues later. So mm. I think sort of Journey to Mystery. So Thor appeared in Journey to Mystery eighty three. Uh, Loki appeared in uh, issue eighty five. So it was very early on, and um, and then he obviously appeared quite regularly, um, 
certain runs more than uh, creative runs more than others, where he'd often have a very like ongoing subplots, um, getting up the mischief. Sometimes, occasionally being a hero, occasionally being you know a villain, but very much always up the mischief. Hmm. Was uh, was it always something that had sort of a a sense of humor, or were they pretty serious at first? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty serious. Not like you know mega serious. You know, it's still quite fun. But mm-hmm. it's not like a, a, a comedy. There's not like really jokes or anything like that. It's just big ideas, crazy things happening. Um, but I wouldn't say there's gags. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's certain, pretty new. Yeah. I mean, so certain certain um, writers might have added the occasional joke in there, but it's not like... Um, Dr. Strange. Like Dr. Strange, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And when did he become a member of the Avengers? Was he always in the Avengers or...? Yeah, so he was part of the original um, lineup of the Avengers who um, they faced Loki in the first issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, the Avengers movie took a lot of that as well um, mm-hmm. from that very first issue. So, yeah, he's always been he's an original original member and he's mm-hmm. sort of gone as, as he pleased. I guess sometimes he's got more pressing the things to do in Asgard. and So he hasn't always been in the lineup, but he's one of the originals. Mm-hmm. And have they introduced most of the sort of Thor characters at this point, or they're still, because there are a lot of characters in, uh, compared to some of the others that, uh, that don't have, that are more limited, but now we've got Hela and uh, <laughs> the three warriors. And um, I don't know, there's and, just a uh, lot. Yeah. So there's, yeah, he's always had a very extended, um, cast of sort of uh, secondary characters. I guess when you sort of introduce like different locations and people are involved in that, that's often when, you know, it builds up, you, you pick up a lot of characters and I guess when the character's been around for 50 years, you sort of accumulate a lot of characters too. But yeah, I reckon they have introduced like, you know, probably 90% of the core characters mm. that you'd see in the, in the cast, mm. like the Warriors 3 and like Loki and Odin and Mm-hmm. Uh, and the so, Valkyrie is that part of the the comic lore? Uh, yeah. So Valkyrie originally um, she was in uh, appeared in the Avengers as a a sort of a villain slash hero. She was uh, meant to be a parody of second wave feminism, and um, <laughs> in sort of nineteen seventy. But mm-hmm. obviously, the character became more after that. And sort of it was used a lot in the seventies, and sort of died off a bit, and it's come back. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It just yeah, it depends on who's writing the characters, um, and he, if they like the character or not. They often bring them back, and then yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay, cool. And and Hela is that a pretty big Thor villain? Yeah, um, and especially certain runs, she's been the, the very core, ongoing villain. Mm-hmm. Um, where a lot of sort of plot threads have gone back and forth with her, um, especially sort of the Walt Simonson um, run, which is a classic run from the 1980s, sort of uh, about 60 or so issues of like really fantastic comics. It's sort of up there with all the, when people say, oh, what's the greatest runs of sort of superhero comics? It is always up there with like the Stanley and Jack Kirby, um, Fantastic Four and all those sort of classic runs. It's always up there. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right. Well, so what do you think of the first two Thor movies? Start with the first. 
with the first. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed the first one. Um, it sort of hit the right notes and introduced a lot of um, ideas and characters. Um, Asgard looked fantastic. Um, and so it created that, that a fantastic world around it and there's always world building. So I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and they throw thrown in some humor as well, which was fun. And, and yeah, and the characters were pretty good. And I, I enjoyed like the way that Chris Hemsworth was like a Thor and sort of that arrogant kind of Thor, which I quite like because then it gives that sense of um, character development as he matures throughout. Mm-hmm. And the second one, I, I've only ever seen the once at the cinemas and I didn't really enjoy it. Was, it, was, it was pretty flat, I, mm. I found. Yeah. I feel like they didn't really have an idea. They just needed to do a sequel. And um, it just became a bit of a flat movie in my mm. opinion. Yeah. So for me, I actually really liked the first one a lot. I mean, I love... Thor and Loki. I love them so much. I love Tom Hiddleston and Chris Hemsworth. They're so pretty and they're so great. And I just love them. I think I could, I really think I could, I could watch them reading the phone book and I would be entertained. I just like them so much together. And, and uh, I, I really thought, cause I'm very hit and miss when it comes to fantasy, but I just thought there was enough humor. It wasn't so, um, plotting like a lot of fantasy is for me and I I I don't know I just really enjoyed that first one I thought it was beautiful and I mean the big flaw with that first one is too much time spent on earth uh when and Jane should not be the protagonist in the movie and she's just kind of flat and and I but man he's just so charming even those those uh human scenes I I just I love him so much so I really like that first one and the second one all the stuff with the villain, bleh. but I, I love all the stuff with Thor and Loki. <laughs> <laughs> so I really like, I, I like half of it, I guess, quite a yeah. bit. So there you go. But, um, uh, so then coming to this one, I, uh, I love the director, Taika Waititi. Have you seen any of his movies? Yeah, I've seen The Hunt for the Wilder People and um, What We Do in the Shadows. And he's oh, done yay. some stuff, Fly in the Concords as well. Mm-hmm. So, did you yeah, like so, those? Oh, I really enjoyed those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really funny, sort of clever humor, and yeah. I guess it's sort of that New Zealand sense of humor as well. Sort of is um, the, it falls within the Venn diagram of the Australian humor quite a lot as well. Yeah, and I thought what we did, uh, I mean, um, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People was was actually really touching and very sweet. And I mean, uh, adoption is a as a message, and foster care and stuff is something I really uh, hold dear. And so. I, I really appreciated it too. It wasn't just like a silly comedy and it was yeah. so beautiful. I mean, the cinematography was amazing in that film and, oh, uh, and the New Zealand <laughs> wilderness is just fantastic as well. Yeah. <laughs> and did you know that they're making a sequel to what we did in the shadows? I just read yeah. it. I think today. Yeah. I heard about that this morning. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> was it like werewolves as well as like W E comma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. So I was going into this pretty excited. I mean, I because I love Thor and Loki, and I knew that they were both going to be in it, and I like Hulk pretty good, and uh, I love the director, so there was really no reason to not be excited about Thor Ragnarok. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I went and saw it, and I thought it was so funny and so charming, and I was just thoroughly entertained. I don't know. What was your sort of experience with it? 
Oh, I really enjoyed it too. Um, very funny. Well, well you know, luckily, Australia, for some reason, Australia gets the Marvel movies a week before the US. Yeah. I don't know why. It seems to be often we get the, you know, we're always behind the US. I remember back in the 90s as a child, we'd be six months behind in some movies, TV shows, sometimes a year. So I was, you know, I was very excited. I ended up seeing on like a, on the Wednesday night, so, so the night before. Uh, so it was like preview night. Just you know, on a whim, went to go and sell it, and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. Very funny, sort of um, very unique sort of uh, tone of voice as well, especially especially for the Marvel movies, which sometimes can feel like that um, that studio kind of feel yeah. where they've all got to fill in like fit into a house tone. Right. But no, this one was really enjoyable. Um, yeah, but it was. It wasn't to me, at least. There was kind of, I guess, one slightly raunchy joke, but for the most part, it was pretty, pretty clean too. It wasn't like I was nervous when I heard, "Oh, it's so funny, it's so funny," because I want Marvel to sort of stay family friendly, and I, I feel like this was. Yeah, it was I mean, drinking yeah, that... and some stuff, but it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, it's not sort of over the top, and it's it's done for laughs more than anything. Yeah, like I think that that it's cleaner in content than Guardians of the Galaxy, either of those movies. Yeah. So I, I I would feel comfortable taking uh, kids to see Thor Ragnarok for sure. It's probably cleaner than even Spider-Man Homecoming, to be honest, uh, as far as uh, content. But um, but yeah, I I just thought it was so funny. And and really, I mean, it's, it's, it's like I was talking to my friend about Justice League. We watched the Justice League trailer. And I'm like, they really make it too complicated. All I need is for, is for to have likable actors that are fun and, and to enjoy the experience. Like, to, that, that's really, you know, it's not that yeah. complicated. Like, but, um, but anyway, with, uh, with this, uh, all, of the, all of the actors, I thought, just had charisma to the tilt. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, everyone was on fire, and so even like charming. the smaller parts as well. The, yeah, Anthony Hopkins was great, and the, with the uh, well, the he sort of played two roles because he was sort of the low. He was he was playing Odin, but he was also playing the fake Odin as well. Right, that was so funny. Oh my gosh. I love that play. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. We should my say. Part- that this is spoiler spoiler podcast. So if you uh, if you don't want to be spoiled, if, um, if you haven't seen the movie and you we plan yeah. to go see it, uh, turn it off right now and right. rush off and go see we the movie. We both liked it, <laughs> um, and you can watch. I have a review on my blog and on my channel. You can watch instead. That's spoiler free. But uh, but that play was so funny. <laughs> yeah, and had Sam Neill in as well, <laughs> and Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, Matt Damon! I didn't realize. Damon. That was so funny. Uh, but I guess that takes Matt Damon out of the M- MCU. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but anyway, and so, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And so uh, one of the things I thought that was so smart, because evidently like a lot of the script was improv, which I didn't feel that way at all. Like sometimes that can really show, but uh, they, what they did, I thought that was so smart, was they had all of the plugs that tied into the MCU in the first like 15 minutes. And they like oh, got yeah. it done with and they were done. Yeah. And then there was maybe a tiny bit at the end just to, to sort of book cap, uh, cap it off. But yeah, it was... A little bit, yeah. 
and and it didn't feel like shoehorned in too much either. So because this is it has a lot of moving parts. This movie, yeah, it is, um, and it's, it takes a lot of influences from different spots and mashes it up in a way, and that it, it's all gelled, which is quite yeah. interesting. Because I was worried that there was going to be sometimes it just it can feel very junky. It could be like it could end up being like Batman versus Superman in the sense that like that's got a lot of different little bits in it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And it's still end up being uh pretty frustrating. To watch. Yeah, there can be a whole scene where you're like, why am I watching this? And it's just a piece to the whole puzzle and it doesn't really make sense. And 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 you kinda have to look at Marvel as a as a as a puzzle, as this larger thing sometimes. Uh, because it can be frustrating. But in this case, I just thought it was so smart. Because they, they basically coming into it, they had to address what happened to Thor during uh, Ultron and that he wasn't yep. there for then. They had to address that. They had to address where Hulk had been because he leaves yep. at the end of Ultron. They had to address, uh, we knew yep. that um, Doctor Strange would be in it because we got that uh, yep. in, in the end credit of his movie. And... Uh, they had to um, also like the Loki, like the Loki ending at the second movie as well. Yeah. They had to address that too, right? And yeah, and they did all of that in like fifteen minutes. I really liked Doctor Strange in here. I thought he was really charismatic and great. I really enjoyed that because yeah. I like that movie more than most. It seems. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it as we as we already know because yeah, we discussed yeah. it. <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah, um, my partner mentioned like. It, that that was the one bit that maybe felt a little tacked on. Like you, it, if you took that out of the movie, it could have still been the same movie. You know, it mm-hmm. could have, it could have, uh, you know, the movie could have moved on still. But like, it was still funny. There was plenty of good ja- gags in there, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, they kind of yeah. found some other way for them to get to Odin, but it worked. Yeah, it was yeah. it worked. I thought, and um, yeah, and then they the the Loki thing I thought totally worked. That was hilarious, and. <laughs> And uh, the yeah, all of the, all of those tying up things. That was probably the best that I've ever seen Marvel do that. Yeah, in the least obnoxious way. And then from like the point where they get to Sakar, it's it's pretty much done with, and it's a new oh, story. Yeah, definitely. Which yeah, I definitely, really liked. Yeah. So, um, what do you think of Hella in here? I really liked the design. They went with very much that Jack Kirby kind of original design, especially with that intricate headdress. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing that in the trailer and going, oh my God, that looks fantastic. And it, it looks fantastic in the movie. It's sort of the, the way that the whole style and the way that she even like the, the way she walked and the attitude, she looked fantastic. You know, she looked mm-hmm. fantastic. She played the part well. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett did a very good job because I remember hearing that Kate Blanchett was cast in this movie. And I was thinking, oh, that seems like a weird choice because she's a very much a much more serious actress. Right. And, um, but no, it worked really well and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, my little bit of comic book fan nitpicking thing um, was sort of went off in the movie when they sort of announced that, you know, she was um, the, uh, the daughter of Odin because mm-hmm. that's never been the thing in the comic. It's oh, interesting. Been- yeah, it was always alluded. It's never been confirmed, but it's always been alluded to that she was a daughter of Loki from a previous incarnation, because a lot of the Norse gods get reincarnated oh, over and over again, over the over the thousands of years, and um, and she was meant to be a daughter of, um, yeah, a daughter of Loki, mm-hmm. but they, I don't think it's ever been confirmed. It's always ever been hinted to. 
maybe that's just like too complicated to try to kind of explain yeah. and there's yeah yeah that's what i was thinking as well uh, last week i've been thinking about that and it's a matter of in the comics you can do that because you've got 50 years worth right, of right. comics and it's one of those things that it can be done incrementally added to where in a two, a two hour movie you can't really do that mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta you gotta establish something quickly and then move on yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people don't like the kind of villains that Marvel has, but for me, I like old school kind of all baddie kind of villains. To me, that Hela kind of reminded me a little bit of Maleficent. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that kind of style. I like that. I like the Wicked Witch of the West. I like, uh, I, I just, I don't need all my villains to be uh, like dark and conflicted and whatever. Yeah, she's just evil from the get-go. There's no sort of, yeah, conflict or not like a businessman either. There's yeah. been a, a couple of businessmen lately as well. <laughs> yeah, the man with the suit. That's true. I, I much prefer yeah. someone like Hella than uh, the evil man in the suit. <laughs> yeah. And I guess with Thor, you can't do a man in the suit. It's, it's too hard. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so... Uh, we'll just talk about some other. The one thing I, I kind of bummed me out that the Warriors three got just like boom, they're done. Yeah, they they got the they they got the handled uh, pretty quickly. They was like they said like one word and they're dead. Yeah, I was like oh, because <laughs> I really like Zachary Levi who plays one of them, yeah. and uh, was, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, I remember yeah watching that. And I was thinking oh, okay, is that how they're going to get rid of them and just. It's like, obviously, they just didn't have room for them, but they wanted to address them. Yeah. Like, at least the, um, the, the, the one, the, I forget his name, the one, the sort of Asian-looking character. Uh, like Ogun? Ogun, yeah. He, he yeah. got a pretty kick-butt little scene yeah. where yeah, he was he killed. Got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or so at least was that. But uh, I don't know. It was kind of like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were sort of... um. Yeah, they must not have had a role for them, really. So it was sort of like, yeah, we, we're, it's one of those things where people go, oh, where are they, though? Why isn't when they doing anything? Yeah, and I mean... Like, well, they're dead, then you can't really... You can, it's addressed. Yeah, I mean, the other weird thing was um, Sif was nowhere to be found, the Jamie yeah. Alexander. Apparently, she was in... Um, she couldn't make it to... They, they couldn't fit her in with the filming. She was apparently doing another movie at the same time. So they just decided to, you know forget about it so much oh okay because i was like why why did they bring in this whole nother uh it seemed like such a natural fit as far as a relationship to, to use her so that's interesting oh that's good to know yeah so it wasn't a matter of they exclude the stakes to considering ah perfect okay um and i liked uh heimdall in this oh uh, yeah man edris alba always does a good job just alba the eyes always still wear me out yeah. It looks so weird. <laughs> it's like it looks like they have like hepatitis or something. I don't know. <laughs> but but, uh, but he was pretty cool in this. He steals the sword and uh, so he controls the bridge and he gathers all the people. And I, I kind of like they gave him a little bit more to do. I felt like than in- yeah, because otherwise he's just he's almost in the <laughs> past uh, an authority figure below Odin. But like yeah. he hasn't really done a whole lot of, uh, after that. But this one, he had a bit more of a role to play. Yeah, which I liked. And he's not just sort of standing there by the bridge. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so Thor and Loki end up on Sakaar. 
And uh, <laughs> so what did you think of Sakaar? Yeah, uh, I had a preconceived mo- notion in my head because Sakaar was, uh, is, is a bit different than in the comics. Mm-hmm. In the comics, there was very much uh, Hulk ended up there. It's sort of more as warrior kind of planet. Lots of different mixed cult- alien cultures and it's the whole gladiator kind of thing, but then Thor... So, uh, sorry, Hulk rises above that and then becomes the king, and then the planet oh, explodes. Really? Yeah, planet planet accidentally gets destroyed, and he comes back and rages a war on Earth kind of deal. Oh, this one, this one's I like the in the movie. It still had that those bits and pieces, some of that bits and pieces, but then they obviously turned on its head to be sort of a unique style, and it has like the costumes are really cool, especially the guards with very much that Jack Kirby kind of. Um, geometrics of lines on the costumes of the colors and weird headdresses is really cool though yeah yeah it definitely had sort of an 80s vibe like a little bit of a labyrinth feel a little bit of you know that kind of thing but i didn't think it was obnoxiously so it wasn't like one of those things where it was like remember this and remember this and remember this and here's a little easter egg here uh it was its own world and its own but it definitely had that sort of appeal to it i think Oh, definitely. There was a couple of Easter eggs in there. Uh, like, if, for instance, uh, the big building with the faces on it. There was one of a, a very popular Thor character, which they haven't introduced yet. Oh. It's interesting to see that he actually exists in the world, which is uh, Beta Ray Bill, mm. who's an alien who is... Um, actually, I can see him right behind you. He's the guy. He's the very first person, apart from Odin, to be able to pick up uh, Thor's hammer. Oh. In this one? Uh, the one be so behind your head. Oh, this one? That, that one, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Mighty Thor. <laughs> 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 yeah, and that's cool. I wouldn't. I didn't know that. Uh, but I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't obnoxiously so. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, and uh, it just had a, a cool production design. Uh, it was a cool place, and. I, I, you get right into this whole thing with the grandmaster staging these battles and yeah. uh, <laughs> he has his, his champion. And of course we all know, even for just from the trailers that the champion is Hulk. And I, I guess I didn't realize that Hulk could stay Hulk for that long. Yeah. It, I think there's this certain um, times where, it, it has happened, um, especially in, in the comics, in the Planet Hulk one. It, it happened because he knew that if uh, he turned back to Banner, uh, Banner would essentially die because he, would, he wouldn't be able to survive on that world. So Hulk just decided to stay Hulk as long as possible. Okay. Because, yeah, it's three years, I think, right? That he's yeah, been... two or three years, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, but it was kind of fun because I feel like we have never, even in his own movie, like he's not Hulk for very long. Like it was sort of fun to see like Hulk in a hot tub and Hulk hanging out and stuff like that. Cause usually it's just during a battle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think some of that is because of budget as well. I think um, the actual yeah. Hulk is a very expensive character to, to generate for a long that period makes of sense. time. That yeah. Makes sense. yeah. Uh, so they have their, uh, their battle before that. Uh, we get to meet Valkyrie, who I loved. I was a huge fan of hers. I thought 
She, she wasn't the warrior woman, which has become very cliche, but she wasn't the damsel in distress either. She was just like this weird, boozy, funny, cool character that I really liked. But yeah, no, she was really good. This is very funny sort of, um, that's a, yeah, that boozy sort of, it sort of had that New Zealand sort of, uh, uh, comedy to it with the yeah. whole boozy kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but, um, so it was Tessa Thompson. I don't know what yeah. else, what else has she been in. She was in Creed. If you saw Creed. Okay. Yep. She was the girlfriend in there, and that's the main other spot where I've I've seen her. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming she's a British actress. Um. You know what? I'm not sure actually if she's American or British, but uh. But yeah, she was great, and I I don't know. I just I I would like I want a movie about her. I liked her so much. I mean, I liked everyone in this movie so much i just was like ah, i love I mean, of course i love loki and, and thor uh and hulk and i don't know but i loved her she was awesome she was so fun yeah, she was great yeah it was she almost reminded me of like a female doctor strange in a way yeah i could um, i can see that yeah mm-hmm. it's sort of that sort yeah. of self-destructive kind of element to her and mm-hmm. yeah but, but, but we're still with some redemption behind it right and uh, then we also meet uh, this rock creature named Korg. And is that a character from the comics? Uh, yeah, he's an interesting um, sort of uh, thing where he has connections between the Hulk and Thor. So it was sort of that nice bit of Venn diagram there. Mm. He, was, um, he was in the Planet Hulk stories as one of the um, members of the, the Gladiator sort of uh, contestants. Yeah. And then sort of joins Hulk in his crusade. But then in that story, they revealed that he was actually one of the aliens in the very first Thor uh, story mm. who invaded the earth. And apparently he was one of those aliens who was beaten by Thor and then skipped out of town. Because oh, I wondered if, oh, maybe they just used the, the since they don't have the rights to Fantastic Four. I wondered uh, if, yeah. you know, they just created <laughs> like, this new character. But yeah, this is kind of I the same. As... The... Yeah, yeah, so I guess it's a yeah, rock alien kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, <I guess> so. <laughs> but he was so funny. Oh my gosh, I was laughing. It was hilarious. Very <laughs> <laughs> so much had that. So that tucked on the Maori accents, and <laughs> it was really silly. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Like, really, sort of innocent type of humor. You know, where somebody takes everything at sort of face value. I, I think it's, yeah. it's so funny. It's kind of similar to like Drax. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So anyway, so they have their battle between Hulk and uh, Thor, and that was really fun. And the Grandmaster, Jeff Goldblum. Hello. Jeff Goldblum. So oh, yep. Yeah, Goldblum, Goldblum in every way. It was hilarious. Uh, oh, yeah. And this is the right. He was the right person for it too. He's very much at that Goldblum wackiness yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then uh, they so they battle it out, and they both like manage to sort of not die, which is good. And <laughs> and uh, he ends up being able to escape. I mean, if I was going to nitpick, I feel like that time there maybe was a little too long between that part where they're in the um uh where they're it's Thor and Hulk and Valkyrie and there's a lot of, but I enjoyed it. Maybe it was just yeah. a tad too long, but um, they, uh, 
they end up getting to the ship and they end up being able to escape and that's sort of a long sequence and they end up making it back to Asgard and at this point Hela has had a ton of destruction and uh, uh, Thor has been able to use uh, um, uh, the, the hammer the... oh yeah we forgot to talk about that so Thor loses his hammer that was pretty big yeah that was pretty big yeah it's a it's one of those things that very much sort of when you it's sort of end of a trilogy kind of uh, revelation there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you think he'll get it back in some way or do you think it's done? Oh, uh, I guess it depends on if Chris, Chris Hemsworth uh, needs to do any, needs to do any more movies, <laughs> but no, I reckon maybe they'll, they'll either create his own and there'll be like a new hammer created or, um, I remember in, in the comics, at least, he had a giant axe, so maybe they'll reintroduce the giant axe. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of armor introduced, which was a lot of fun. It was cool to see Hulk with all this, like, armor. You've never really seen that before. And uh, and then see Thor with more. And so maybe he'll he'll do that. Yeah, but, I, lo- but that I was... love the helmet that Thor had. It was sort of like Tron. It almost like it was slightly Tron-like. Yeah. Yeah, especially and then the way it flicked open. And I really loved how, like, Loki uh, never, like, he, he was consistent with his character. Like, you could never completely trust him. But he wasn't, like, a total, I feel like sometimes he can be a bit of a wimp. You know, he's supposed to be this yeah. this incredibly yeah. powerful person, but then he rarely shows it. But I felt like he did hear more. Yeah, it was less of Loki the coward. It was more Loki's yes. of the... the uh, so the the getting up to mischief and sort of playing playing things to his own advantage. Yeah. Very much, yeah. That scene where they both have the guns and they walk out, I was like, I live for that scene. Oh, like my two favorite. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Okay, so yeah, so what I was gonna say was so he is able to see through Heimdall's eyes at a certain point. Yeah. So he so he knows what's going on in Asgard. And I has that happened before and I'm just forgetting? I can't think of it happening in the movies no but yeah. maybe it's just one of those things it's a convenience for the plot kind of yeah. deal <laughs> more than anything sure uh, so the, yeah they get to back to asgard and the rest of the movie is basically them fighting hella and the one so the i i really enjoyed i enjoyed all of that but i i have to say as a criticism i really hated that giant dog whatever oh really i thought it looked terrible it reminded me of like i don't know it just it reminded me of twilight honestly i just thought it looked so bad and uh the one thing about the thor movies is they've always looked really really good and there were other moments where i thought the cg was a little mm, but especially that dog i thought it looked really bad No, oh, maybe I wasn't looking close enough. I thought it looked all right. <laughs> Run of the mill as far as this sort of fighting between Hela and all of them, but it was very entertaining. I enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, it definitely was. Mm-hmm. And I liked the fact that Carl Urban's character, Scourge, had that sort of redemption moment as well, which they very much inspired from the comics. He did a very similar thing with the guns and gun, going guns blazing to sacrifice himself. Which one's that? Carl uh, Urban's character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the executioner. The executioner, yeah. Yeah, he was good. And yeah, and then we we basically uh, have them uh, escaping and uh, with the rest of the citizens. 
and uh, the Thor is crowned king. Oh yeah, the end credits. Uh, the the grandmaster. I entered the tie. Call it a tie. There's no revolution if you have nothing to you know no one to revolt against or something something like that. It was really funny. <laughs> And I can't even remember. It was the one where they were on the ship and then the another ship sort of pans down and sort of, then it sort of finishes. So, and you, you sort of go, oh, oh yeah, 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 And you, uh, I guess it sort of left, uh, so who, who it actually is in my, you never know. It could be the Guardians of the Galaxy or it could be Thanos. Or it could oh, be, yeah. Completely different. Who knows? I guess we'll, I'm assuming that's a uh, tie to um, the Infinity War. It will be. It must be Guardians of the Galaxy, though, because isn't in, in one of the, isn't one of the post-credits of Guardians of the Galaxy the meeting Thor? Or am I getting confused? No, I can't remember that. Maybe. Maybe my memories are... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, it's hard to keep them off track at this point. There's 17 oh, yeah. movies. What are you going to do? So, okay. So, yeah, I was kind of maybe a little disappointed that, that they Hela had to die. And because I just feel like, except for Loki, all of these Marvel villains are just these one off kind of characters. And it'd be fun yeah. to get a little more development, a little more uh, between, you know, I was really hoping that that would be the case with Ultron, that he would be somebody that would be throughout more movies and be kind of similar to Loki. And then it didn't end up being the case. But there really isn't any anybody. Yeah, I, I guess, guess Winter so. Soldier. I guess my yeah. count. I guess uh, something like Ultron, you can always be rebuilt, or you know, a piece <laughs> survived, or something like that. Um, it's one of those things. You always pop. You know, they always destroy him at the end of the, in the comics, and then he always they always find a way for him to mm-hmm. to come back, and it's like you know, newly upgraded, or you know, there's <laughs> yeah, or and I guess something like Hella, maybe. Maybe reincarnation could be the way to go with her or something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. So did you have any uh, downsides that you felt about the film? I couldn't really think of any. I think it was a pretty good film in terms of that. Maybe my fan kind of thing, uh, comic mm-hmm. fan kind of thing went off a couple of times and they go, that's not correct. But I mean, <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't make that uh, shatter your judgment of the film when it's something like nitpicky right. like that. Uh, yeah. So otherwise, yeah, nothing really. It was a pretty good film, and yeah, yeah, it was very funny, and you know, it's my it, favorite it comedy of the year by far. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. And so I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I had a few issues where you could definitely like. I didn't feel like the CG was quite as good as as the rest of the Thor movies, um, and I particularly didn't like that giant dog, uh, but. Other than other than that, that was really my only like flaw with the movie. I, I thought it was very well done, very enjoyable, and I was just entertained. And that's what the movies are supposed to do. No, just, definitely, yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely not someone that's like you know you don't have to think too deeply with, but right. it's still very fun. It's a good. It's like a roller coaster ride, yeah. you know. Very much uh, just fun, and it's sort of. And I was, and I, I really liked how the fact that they there was all these elements came together and they mashed up pretty well. Yeah. Well, and I think we're going to need this movie because we have Black Panther, which I don't know what the tone of that will be. And really, but I think that'll be a much more serious tone. I would think so with his dad dying and you know, there's things and, uh, but of course, infinity war is going to be rough. 
Yeah, yeah. that one. That one is um, a little concerned about because I feel like that one, that one is going to be a lot of elements coming together. Yeah. Um, and that one, it, it could it could stick the landing, but it could crash and burn. I'm uh, nervous it, about it. I mean, there's like 35 major characters in this thing. I mean, all the Guardians of the Galaxy, all all the characters from Thor and Avengers and Ant Man and <laughs> everybody. Yeah, it's, like, it's yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be done, but it's unless the movie's going to be four hours long. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, and I am nervous about Thanos too because I hated Apocalypse, and I feel like those two characters are somewhat similar. And, uh, and so it just makes me really nervous. Um, yeah, but I guess the, I mean, X-Men Apocalypse was just a terrible movie all over though. <laughs> that was the problem. I guess yeah. it's a matter of they've, they've built up excitement for him. They've, they've, you can sort of guess his motivation now. Yeah. And I guess they can hit the ground running hopefully. And, uh, have I something. mean, I, I don't think that the, um, I can't think of their name all of a sudden, but the um, the directors, I can't think of their name. But uh, the they did, what's it? The Russo Brothers, yeah. The Russo, yeah. They haven't made a bad movie yet, so I do trust them and mm. that they'll they'll do it right. But it's a lot of balls in the air, Doctor Strange, and I don't know. But uh, I hope, I mean, I hope it'll be good. I think it'll at least be entertaining. Yeah. But I, I'm especially the most nervous for Tony. I think that he is, if I were to bet money, the Tony's a goner. <laughs> oh, I think he might be. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, unless unless they're going to do more Iron Man movies, um, which yeah, I do, yeah, I think um, he's probably a bit out of the budget now, and it's just, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Think I mean, just at the end of Spider-Man: like Homecoming, having him all happy and he's getting married, and that's not mm. a good sign. <laughs> no, it's like that guy in. Um, <laughs> Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus who on the plane says, oh, I'm getting married tomorrow. And then he dies. He gets eaten by the shark. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going to happen like that. Yeah, exactly. So, but then that was pretty funny when he gets Tony's clothes. <laughs> so and he keeps, keeps adjusting the pants because there's enough room. Yeah. <laughs> Tony wears tight pants. <laughs> that made me laugh. That was so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, great. This was this was good. I I would give this if you had to give this between like a one to ten. What would you rank it? Uh, I'd give it probably a. I'd give it a nine. Me too. Me too. I just was so entertained, and I think I'll enjoy rewatching this one because it is. I think uh, it's just so funny, and so uh, it has my favorite actors. So there you go. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of rewatchability of this one. It doesn't have the emotion that Wonder Woman had, so that's still my favorite of the year. But as far as superhero movies, but this was really good. So, all right, well, thanks so much for joining me, and we are going to meet up again for Justice League. For Justice League, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that should be fun. It'll be a different, probably tone, uh, but hopefully, we'll both really enjoy that. Fingers oh, crossed. Yeah, I'm optimistic. Hopefully. I'm optimistic, hopefully. And the, the trailers, I'm not quite sure. Aquaman speaks in catchphrases, so I'm a bit concerned about that. <laughs> How's he meant to support his own movie if he only speaks in catchphrases? I don't know. I'd but, say uh, get ready for a lot of orange. <laughs> that trailer was 90% orange. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's Zack Snyder for you, though. Okay. Very much color grade, a lot of color, heavy color grading. Yeah. So uh, it'll be fun to talk about nonetheless. 
So, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> so where can people find you? So you can find me at howlovecomics.com. Uh, that's a website where you help new readers for comic books, um, sort of reading recommendations, tips, lists, all, all helpful information. I answer questions on there too on occasion. So if you want to figure out oh, what comics you want to read or even Loki or the Hulk, things like that, I can answer those questions and I've already got some of those answers on the website. Mm-hmm. Also on yeah. uh, Twitter at How to Love Comics, uh, on Facebook, on Google Plus if you're, if you're really into that. And, <laughs> and yeah, you can, you can shoot me an email through the website too. Awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll links for all that in the description section. Just totally check out his content. It's really, really, really good. And uh, you can uh, now have this uh, podcast on iTunes, which is very exciting. So make sure to check that out and subscribe on iTunes and give us your ratings and reviews. And and we'll look forward to Justice League. Yeah. (laughs) And you can find me at Smiling LDS Girl on social media. And like I said, Rachel's reviews on YouTube and iTunes. So thanks again. And uh, we will see you all in a couple of weeks. See ya. (laughs) 